Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, it's Taylor and Brendan from Straight Up Sabres. We're here to talk to you about the Hockey Podcast Network. As you all know, the Hockey Podcast Network is your one-stop shop for all things NHL year-round, featuring podcasts for each team based in their respective local market. Subscribe today. You won't regret it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode two of season two of Straight Up Sabres. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm uh, Trivia Master Taylor. Trivia Master Taylor is here and present with us today because nothing else is really going on in the NHL since we spoke to you last. Uh, <laughs> since episode one on Thursday, uh, our season two premiere, there has been zero developments in the NHL. Um, in terms of like moving the chains, I guess. Um, yeah, there was the, there was the basically the not even revelation, but like their admittance that yes, we're probably at the very least moving it back to mid January mm-hmm. date. So no more January first, which you we had we knew we knew. Yeah, we talked about that 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 was just not practical, and you know, there's zero chance that they're going to be able to play a full 82 game season. Yep. Well, with that being said, though, since there's really nothing new, we decided uh, to make today a trivia-focused episode. So some of you who may be familiar from season one uh, will remember that Taylor and I love to do trivia. Uh, Usually we will do it at the end of each episode. One of us will quiz, quiz the other one. But oftentimes we would also have some episodes where it would be strictly trivia and we would put each other's knowledge to the test And since there is really not a whole lot else we could talk about right now, we are going to dive into that. And so Taylor has two quizzes for me. I have two, technically two quizzes for Taylor. And so how do we want to get this going, Taylor? Do you want to quiz me first? Me, you? What do you want to do? Um... I'm fine with whatever, honestly. All right. I'll, how about I, I do my first quiz with you? We'll get it started with a good Sabres quiz. Oh, hell yeah. I love those guys. All right. So there are 14 players, Taylor. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, from throughout Buffalo Sabres history who have received heart trophy votes. Wow. That's more than I would have thought. Yeah. 14 different ones. Uh, and I want you to guess the players. Now, the thing is, is that... I say that there's been 14, but in fact, within that 14, it is a total of 35 times that a player has been nominated. So there's a few players on this list who've been nominated several years in a row, um, or several times, we'll say. So with that being said, would you like to 
dive in and perhaps uh, let me know, you know, who you, who you got for your first guesses. All right. Well, the first guess should be obvious because I, he's the only saber to win a heart trophy. In fact, he won two of them. Uh, it's Dominic Hasek. You're darn right. Dominic Hasek had been nominated a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times while he was a Buffalo Saber. Wow. Holy yes. God. Wait, seven times? Oh, my God. Yeah, it makes sense because he had six Vesnas, and they get a Vesna runner-up, and he probably got mind you, all those Yeah, guys. and let's also keep in mind, too, I'm not counting, like, strictly only first-place votes. Like, if somebody oh. even got, like, a fifth-place vote, they are still on the list. And with Hasek, that was the case, actually. Um, but yeah, if somebody got a heart vote, then they are on this list. Hashik again is the leader with the actually tied for the most appearances. Oh, okay. So then I'll, I'll get to my next person then. Uh, the best forward in Sabres history, Gilbert Perot. That would be correct. Yes. He had also been nominated a total of seven times. Uh, never got higher than seventh, it appears, uh, in voting. He had gotten, or no, fifth. He got up to fifth. So he got fifth once, he got seventh twice, and then otherwise it was all tenth and, tenth and up. So, yeah, that's two of the 14. Who else you got? Well, Eichel just did this year. Yep. So Jack Eichel, that would be three. Okay. Another recent one would be Ryan Miller, I have to assume. Ryan Miller, yes. He has had four different seasons where he has received a vote. That would be 2000. What? Yeah, 2006, 2007, 2010, and 2011. 2011? Yep. All right. Fair enough. No complaints. Okay. Uh, I would have to guess Briere did. Yes, he did, actually. Daniel Briere, he in 2007. And uh, there's actually still a couple of more people from that season, a little hint for you. Oh, okay. Well, the, you say a couple, so that's two. But I have three guys it could be. So let's see, Campbell could have? Nope, not Brian Campbell. Uh, Thomas Vanek? Thomas Vanek did, yes. He did receive a vote. I believe he received a, a fourth or fifth place vote. Hmm. Uh, Chris Drury? And Chris Drury would be the other one. Yes, that is correct. So four guys, four different Sabres had received votes. Uh, I didn't realize Breer came in 11th in 2007 in MVP voting, and Breer and Drury was 13th, actually. So I have seven guys down now. I have half of them. Correct. All right. So another one that I would have to imagine would be Rick Martin. Rick Martin, yes, he did once. In 1974, he had received – um, I think it was the same thing. It was uh, like a third or fourth place vote. Okay, LaFontaine. LaFontaine, correct, in 1992 as well as in 1993. Hmm. McGilney? No, Mo is not on this list as a matter what of What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? He had 76 goddamn goals. Not a vote, Taylor. That is insane. Did Dave Anderchuk ever get votes? No, Dave Anderchuk did not, as a matter of fact. I'm not that surprised. He had a lot of points, but it was a you know, high-scoring era, and the Sabres weren't that good. Right. Uh, Phil Housley? No, he also did not. I'm kind of surprised by that. A lot of points for a defenseman. And if, as a, just a quick reminder, as we're going through here with our trivia, if you're uh, playing along with us at home, which we hope you are, you know, be sure to tweet at us at straight sabers. Let us know how you have been doing. And if you're doing better than Taylor and I do throughout our respective quizzes, but Taylor carry on. I'm, I'm really flabbergasted by the McGillany thing. I'm I'm going to go back and can you imagine that a a mostly Canadian hockey press, not valuing uh, the talents of a European player, particularly one from Russia. 
Uh, that's, Can you imagine? That doesn't sound crazy to me. Why would that ever happen? <laughs> that's unbelievable. Isn't okay. it crazy? 76 goals and he did not even get a vote. That's crazy. It's, it's insane. Outrageous. Okay. So to focus here, uh, Tom Barrasso. Tom Barrasso, yes, that is correct. He was nominated three times, 1984, 1985, and 1988. He had gotten votes. Good for him. Um, let's see. Well, I don't think he did, but I should complete the French Connection and guess Robert. Sadly, you are incorrect on that. Yeah, you have, uh, I believe, four remaining right now. Um, three from the 70s, actually, yeah, three from the 70s and one from the 80s. One technically within that is a 70s and an 80. Did Danny Gare? Danny Gare did, yes. He did twice in 1980 and in 1981. There's actually another player who also received votes in 1981. Um, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll just say in general, I don't know what years it'll be, but did Don Luce ever? Don Luce did not, no. What about oh, – I just had someone on my mind. Uh, yeah, there's one on here that would make sense. Uh, he's on here a couple times – or three times, as a matter of fact. And then the the remain, the other two are pretty surprising ones that I would not have guessed. Did Rick Sealing? No. Did Rick Dudley? Yes, Rick Dudley did in 1975. Correct. Good call, Taylor. Nice one. He was one of the tough ones, I was thinking. Yeah, he came in ninth in the 1975 MVP voting. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. He made the cup. Okay. Well, two guys left from that Neither, era. Neither – or do you want another hint? No. Well, okay. On your earlier hint, you said that there's one is from the 80s and one's from the 70s? One is – yeah, one – the one person – has one year where they received votes and then the other had votes in 1978, 1979, and 1981. Okay. So the, as a matter of fact, in 1978, he came in fourth place in MVP voting. Oh, is it Don Edwards? It is Don Edwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you okay. have one remaining and the, do you want me to give you the year? Sure. 1973. Tim Horton. It is Tim Horton. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Nicely done. Thank you. Well, 14 out of 14. Well done. Let's, uh, let's get those numbers up. It's been 50 years. <laughs> Here's a thought for you. Uh, recently, well, yes. Speaking of that, uh, I can't remember. I believe it's the, the Vegas MVP odds. Uh, I think Taylor Hall was like 10th this season in the preseason for MVP vote, like potential winners. So Here's a question, Taylor. Who do you think is the next Buffalo Sabre that is not named Jack Eichel who will receive an MVP vote? Wow. Well, a vote. Hmm. Rasmus Dahlin. You think so? You don't think Hall this year? Uh, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, the thing is, I feel like if the Sabres make the playoffs this year uh, – It'll be because of Eichel. Maybe Hall will get a vote in that case, like if Hall is a really good year. That's what I was going to say. I feel like if Hall is going to be riding shotgun with Eichel and they're going to be on the top line together, that I maybe like those odds of him just blowing up. I mean, he, you know, we saw what a, a year of playing with Eichel did for Jeff Skinner and his stat line, and Taylor Hall, I think, is a little bit better than Jeff Skinner. So He is, yes, yes. Yeah. 
So that's, yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, the thing that's going to, it gets me on this is that it, he still technically is only here for one year. Like we'll see if he resigns or not. And I think the uh, sweet baby Rasmus should be here for a good while. So hopefully, hopefully. That's what we need to hear, man. 15 in our, what'll be their actual 50th season of play this coming year. So mm-hmm. 15 would be good. Mm-hmm. Here, here. How about I? Well, let me ask you this then. Actually, well, you kind of already answered it. I was going to say what's going to happen first: that uh, a a saber not named Eichel will get an MVP vote, or Rasmus Dahlin will be will come in the top five of Norris voting. Um, <laughs> that's a question. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, you know what? Screw Dahlin won the Norris this year, so that no, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, no, I feel like. That's really because that's a really big assumption mm-hmm. that he'll ever be top five for Norris. Right. But as we've just gone over, the Sabres aren't really big on guys getting MVP votes. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It's not exactly been our forte. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, just watching the team last year, especially, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to, to see anyone but Eichel ever getting an MVP vote. But Dalian was 19 all season. True. So, so it can happen this year. Yeah, I could. Yeah, Dallin. Yes, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to say the Dallin one. Okay, okay. I would unless, probably unless agree. Hall, yeah, unless Taylor Hall is really awesome year. I would really like if that happened. Let's let's get another one on this list this year, huh? Maybe we move oh, yeah. back up the list a little bit more too. <laughs> All right, what do you got for your first quiz? All right, so this is the which is higher uh, format that okay. uh, listeners might remember that Brendan had a tough time with. Uh, like about a month or so ago, but you're trying to embarrass me again. No, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. Okay. Okay. So there are 10, uh, prompts, not prompts, but 10, uh, things, questions basically, or else I'll say which was higher X or Y, and they could be completely unrelated, but there will be a number and Brendan will guess which one was higher and he'll get a grade out of 10. So we'll see. Let's start with this. Brendan's favorite player ever. Danny Breer, which is higher? Danny Breer's point total in the 2006-2007 season or Zemgus Gergensen's point total since his all-star appearance in 2015? So in the five seasons since then. Wow. Okay. In the five seasons since then? Yes. It's got to be. I'm going to go with Breer on this. Correct. The, my my thought process is we're talking about 95 points here, and that would pretty much be assuming that Gergensen's would have at least 20 points a season for five years consecutively, and there is, is just no chance that that could have been accurate. So we're off to a good start. Right. Gergensen's has 86 points in that time. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, okay. Next one. Which is higher, Dominic Hasek's playoff shutout total or Carter Hutton's regular season playoff, or sorry, regular season shutout total. Dominic Hasek's playoffs shutout total versus Hutton's. Wow. Okay. Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Hasek on this. You were correct. Nice. 14 to 13. Really? Okay, wow. Crazy thing. 
Hashik had six of his 14 playoff shutouts in one year, which is the 0-2 Red Wings run. Really? Yeah. A lot of one-goal games for the Sabres. Obviously, the Sabres weren't as say, good as the 0-2 Red Wings. <laughs> so that helps. Um, okay. Next, moving away from the Sabres, which franchise existed for longer? The Atlanta Thrashers, I guess which is higher? The number of seasons the Atlanta Thrashers existed or the number of seasons the California Golden Seals slash Oakland Seals slash Bay Area Seals existed? Oh, um, all right. So the Thrashers would have been I'm like approximately like 10 years, I'm going to say, because that was – right around the turn of the century all the way up until I'm going to say maybe like 2011 or so that's about then. And then the golden seals were like mid seventies. I'm going to go Atlanta thrashers. Correct again. Nice. 11 to nine. Okay, cool. What were the years for the golden seals? Uh, 67 to 76. Okay. And, yeah. That would make, that's what I was thinking would have been like around the end was the mid seventies. Yeah. All right. At Ooh. the current, at the current moment, which is higher Thomas Vanek's career point total or John Tavares's career point total. Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Thomas Vanek versus John Tavares. So Tavares has been in the league. God, he's been over the league for more than when was he? Tavares came in the league probably... in 09. Yeah, I was gonna say so. He's probably over ten years now, right? He's got to be in it going into his like eleventh or twelfth season. Yeah, he had he has eleven seasons down. Okay. Um... Or wait, no, he has ten seasons down. Those ten be... seasons. Yeah. And Vanek would have played. I mean, Tavares was pretty much going from a high level right from the get-go. And and Vanek was obviously at a very, very high level for a while. But he, I don't think, had like the longevity in terms of like the consistency that maybe Tavares has. So I'm going to go Tavares. Oh, it's uh, Thomas Vanek, 789 to 769. Wow. Okay. So that is still pretty, that's pretty close then. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Which is higher? The number of teams Ron Hainsey has played for or the number of times Brad Marshawn has been suspended. And I'll say this for Hainsey franchises, not teams. Franchise. Okay. Um, The number of times Marshawn has been suspended. Mm, that's a tough one that that's tough because i feel like marshawn has probably like a lot even if there's been some like shorter term ones but i'm, I'm trying to think about hainsey with his how many teams he's been on like what's coming to mind is maybe like four or five ish i could be wrong on that maybe more so i'm gonna go with hainsey teams correct cool. uh he's been on seven franchises okay wow and marshawn's been suspended six times really oh wow okay so i was lowballing a little bit yeah yeah a little bit okay uh 
which is higher, the number of Alex Ovechkin hat-tricks or the number of combined hat-tricks between Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin? Damn, Taylor, this is a good question. <laughs> Ooh. Um, are combined between... I want to say Ovechkin. You were correct. Yeah. All right. There we go. 27 to 23. Wow. Holy Jesus. That man knows how to score goals. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. How many more we got? Uh, We are through six of them. Cool. Out of how many? Ten. Sweet. Uh, Which is higher, the number of head coaches the Florida Panthers have had or the number of – 100 goal scorers. So guys that have scored 100 goals for them. Oof. The number of head coaches that they've had versus the number of 100 goal scorers. Oh, man. When you say 100 goal scorers, do you mean like they scored 100 goals during their tenure or in their career? Okay, yeah. With the Panthers, yeah. Oh, man. Um. Who would even be on that list for Florida? I mean, probably a couple of the more modern guys, I would assume, have got to be up there. Barkov has probably been around long enough to get that. Huberto. Pavel Bure, I bet, probably did it for them. Theo Fleury, I think, would have. I think he was there, right? Um, let's go head coaches. Correct. Nice. 16 to 10. Wow. Do you have the list of 10? Uh, I can get it up. No, that's all right. I was just curious. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. I figured as much. Yeah. They're mostly between 100 and 150. Uh, so back to the Sabres. Which is higher, the number of 20-goal seasons Jason Pominville had for the Sabres or the number of 20-goal seasons Miroslav Shatan had for the Sabres? Ooh. Um... So, Satan probably. Um. Oh, God, this is a tough one. Um, I'm going to go against my, my better judgment on this. And say Shatan. Correct. Really? Okay, cool. Seven to six. Wow. Okay. I knew that one had to have been close. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Jeez. Uh, okay. Which is higher? The number of Sabres division titles or the number of times Sabres have finished last place in their division during the current playoff drought? So it's Division titles in franchise history, last place during the current playoff drought. Oh, that all right. Um, division titles versus last in the division. Hmm. I'm trying to think of banners in the arena right now. And yeah, I thought it was super weird they put up the last place banner for the 2014-15 season. It's like, ah, we get it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can think of off the top of my head 
at least four of the last place finishes and division titles. They don't have that many. Um, this is, is this a really close one too? Is it only like one apart or something? Oh, it's close. It's a lot closer than, uh, than many would think. Yeah. That's <laughs> not uh, good. Oh man. Um, I'm going to go with just because I'm trying to think about with like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, cause I, I mean, Ottawa has only been bad for the past few years, but they were good before Detroit. Um, this year had them. And I believe last year too, um, with how the draft lottery shook out, so that I mean that's too off the bat there. I'm gonna go with division titles. Correct. Oh, okay. Six to five. Wow, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's a horrible, horrible stat. It's not good. It's a really, really bad stat. Okay. Um. So here's a here's a fun one to close things out. You have eight of nine, so you pass no matter what. Hell yeah. But. To really to to get a ninety percent would be pretty big here. So, which is higher, mm-hmm. the number of Stanley Cup games the Sabers have played in, or the number of weeks that Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls was number one on the Hot One Hundred Air playlist? <laughs> so say that again, the number of ga- Stanley Cup Finals games versus the number of weeks that Iris I- number one on the Hot One Hundred <laughs> Air playlist. <laughs> All right. Well, I there's no way that 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 has to be Stanley Cup Finals games. Oh man, I had a good line when you got it right too, but you didn't. Really? Yeah. How many See, weeks was Iris number one? Eighteen. Are you serious? Yeah, hot one. I don't know what Hot 100 Airplay is, but it seems... Uh, I never, ever, ever for the life of me would have thought that that would have been the number one on that chart for four and a half months. Um, what? <laughs> right. Are you kidding? Did no other music? Co- I mean, it's a great song, but like... I don't know. Lord. I was going to say, this is the closest to heaven that you'll ever be, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you got it wrong, so I didn't. Well... Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, before we do the next quiz, uh, did you see that the Jets today? Did they win? New York Jets. They did. No, no, they lost. They lost. They um, ended up losing to the Raiders. Wow. Yeah. So, real quick, uh, because I think this applies to the Sabres in some way. So, the Jets, for non-NFL fans out there, the Jets are defeated right now. They're winless. And they're, their fans want them to lose, so they get the first overall pick. Big quarterback prospect. Jets haven't had a good quarterback mm. since the 70s, probably, seemingly. Uh, so big uh, big stuff because there's another team in the NFL that only has one win. So it really behooved the Jets to go winless. And they were really threatening today to not do that. They were staying in the game with the Raiders, which is funny. The Raiders are a playoff contender. And then they uh, they took the lead late. The Raiders get the ball back, go all the way down the field, get to the Jets' nine-yard line and turn the ball over on downs. The Jets had, like, 
three and out, punted with less than a minute left. Raiders are at midfield, 10 seconds left, throw a 46-yard touchdown to win. Come on. How, and here's Gruden, the, baby. Gruden. Oh, yeah, Gruden ball. It was bizarre. So there's 10 seconds left. They're at midfield, and they need a touchdown to win. They're down four. Yeah. They, they need a touchdown. Like, the reason Hail Marys are so hard when you're not playing the Bills is because <laughs> people know you need to go to the end zone, so they're just all in the end zone. This had Henry Ruggs on single coverage, single coverage on this guy, and there's nowhere – it looks like it's just a regular play in, like, the third quarter. Come on. I have to go back and watch the highlights of this. That's insane. It was wild. Anyway, people compared it to the Taze game during the tank. Oh, my God. Dude, somebody was tweeting about that beforehand. I think Del Reed actually had responded to a tweet being, like, Jonathan Taze isn't showing up tonight, though. Like, oh, my God. That's insane that they actually did come back and win. Yeah, it was – Wow. It was something. I hope – It was – and the Jets fans on my timeline were – apoplectic before the, the, uh, the Hail Mary. It's not even really a Hail Mary before yeah. the touchdown because they were just like freaking out that their team was going to win, that they could blow their chance at Lawrence. Now the funny thing was there's a hundred things happening at the same time today in the NFL when, when the one o'clock games were ending. Mm-hmm. But one of the funniest ones was <laughs> right after that, the Jaguars were marching down the field with Mike Lennon at quarterback to tie the Vikings. They were down eight. They tie the game got the two-point conversion, and sent it to overtime. And they lost. But the Jets really, really quickly could have gone from the Jags have our have pole position to they could have basically clinched it if the Jags won a second game. But they yep. did. So we march on. One more month of uh, tanking for Trevor. But uh, anyway, so do you want to start with your uh, second quiz for me? I'd love to, yeah. So I'm going with a little bit of a similar format to my first quiz. Um, and since last week we were talking a bit about, or a couple weeks ago, I think it would have been, when we were talking about the reverse retro jerseys, a lot of those jerseys were inspired by the 90s. And so I wanted to test your smarts on some of the 90s leaders of, uh, of a couple of different... Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, correct, yes. Yeah, you actually just won the... Tony Blair. <laughs> so um nelson mandela mm, yep you got it important leaders you i can't believe you just got it that's actually my entire quiz so on to yours now wow okay all right so here's what i want to know from you taylor i want you to tell me this is kind of like a two-part so the top 10 players for points in the 1990s are all forwards what I want you to do is name those players, and then after you name that 10, name the top five scoring defensemen. Wow. Okay. For the 90s. For mm-hmm. the 90s, yes. Leading scorer of the 90s. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Because the best player of the 90s retired for like three years. Yeah, Ty Domi. Retired for like three years there. So honestly, my guess for leading scorer of the 90s is Yager. Incorrect. Hmm. Yager, I mean, do we want to? Do you want to go in order, or do you want me to? No, just... but that was my guess for the leading scorer. Well, Yager is on the list, though, so you you, you got one. Oh, cool. Lemieux. Lemieux, as a matter of fact, is not on the list. Yeah, see that whole thing about him retiring for four years. 
Yep. I figured he would have still been on the list, though. He probably played, like, what, like 500 games maybe in the 90s? Well, the thing with Lemieux is that he's not on the top 10 for points, but he is numero uno by a significant margin for points per game. 2.07 points per game. The next <laughs> is Gretzky at 1.43. All right. So a that's whole, not – Like, more than half a point of <laughs> difference. How many, how many games did he play? Who, Lemieux? Yeah, in the 90s. Uh, let's. You don't have to look that up, but I I have to imagine it's like 400. Yeah, definitely not a lot. <laughs> the Man. thing is that's crazy is that both Gretzky and Lemieux, neither of them are in the top 10 of points. Actually, let me look really quick here. Want to hear something even more wild? That in the top 10 of points, only three three wait yeah three of the top 10 nope wait four sorry excuse me four of the top 10 leading scores were in the top 10 of games played so that goes to show you that some of these guys on this list were efficient hmm oh no 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 Lemieux is I'm still kind of surprised even though he I don't think he played the lockout season 94 95 and I also don't think he played like 97, 98, 98, 99, or 99, 2000. So. Would you – I feel like I'm just kind of realizing this now, and maybe I'm wrong, but in a way, I kind of look at Lemieux in a similar light that you can kind of look at Ken Griffey Jr., where it's just there's a lot of unknown. If you fill in those blanks where you t- you give them the playing time of the, in their cases, full seasons that were missed – I mean, yes. that I think uh, would drastically change. I mean, not even I think it's a definite would drastically change. Both of those guys who are considered all-time greats as it is, their standings in their respective sports. Like Lemieux, I mean, if he plays his whole career, is it – I don't – you know, it's not a cut and dry like Wayne Gretzky is, is the guy for the NHL. And I think Ken Griffey Jr., to an extent, if he stays healthy, he doesn't maybe catch up on a bunch of records, but I think that he is – you could probably make the case that he's an easy top 10 player all time if he stays healthy for his entire career. Um, so th- that's an interesting thing. Uh, first, I would compare Lemieux more to Bobby Orr. Okay, that's fair. His is, Orr's is a little bit different in that he was healthy for healthy, healthy enough to play for almost a decade, and then he pretty much – almost. I mean, like he played like eight years basically, and then after he was 26, he just couldn't play. Whereas Lemieux was like, oh, he was healthy for – 20 games when he was 40 and he had 35 points in those 20 games, like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you no, know, it wasn't like he was off. Here's the thing though with Gretz, with uh, Griffey, that is. Griffey's prime, he was not that unhealthy. Whereas Lemieux missed a ton of time in what should have been his prime, including getting cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Griffey started to miss games in his mid 30s, early to mid 30s. It was like early 30s when he was still, though, at a point that he had a pretty strong output. Yes. Uh, the thing with Griffey, too, is that's an era where you would go, oh, wow, I mean, your early to mid-30s were pretty – more than your time in baseball history pretty productive, but that's because of steroids, and Griffey didn't do them. Right. Um, it seems like. I don't think he did. Him. Yeah, it, it seems like because he uh, just got wider and rounder for his entire career. He just got a little thick. That's all. Yeah, real thick. Um, but he, I don't think he missed enough time to really – like be a guy like Lemieux and also like you mentioned Lemieux having averaging two points a game for a whole decade 
yeah. worth of games or whatever, and him having a 199-point season. I think Lemieux standing is – I mean, I clearly meant like Lemieux standing is obviously much higher in the NHL than Griffey's is. I more so meant in terms of just like that they're two guys that if you maybe fill in some of those gaps that their profile, I think, goes up even higher. Because Lemieux, I mean, he's I, – I, it's a definite top five player of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, whereas Griffey's not quite there. Griffey's more like he could have been in the top 10, whereas with Lemieux, he could have been number one. Yes. I think, yeah, Griffey's interesting because he wasn't really the best player at his position at the time. It wasn't like a Lemieux Gretzky thing where it's like, well, Lemieux's healthy. I mean, 199 points plus he's a power forward kind of a vibe he had. Like he was like at his peak as good as Gretzky, like 160 points in 60 games in 92, 93. Oh, yeah. Actually, like, there's things like that you can point to. Like, that guy's as good as Gretzky. Whereas I think Bonds is always better than Griffey, pre-steroids and all. Bonds, in, did he play center field, though, in, early in his career? Uh, I don't think – no, because he played with Andy Vance like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, like, really good defensive outfield. But, yeah, he, I think he played left field most of the time. And then, gotcha. obviously, Bonds, another guy that was uh, a lot larger at the end of his career. Strange in a different way than, than, than Griffey was kind of like, he was really strong, but he was also kind of fat. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Uh, right, anyway, back to the list. So you have yeah. two, two of eight of the forwards and zero of five of defensemen. Wait, eight. I thought I was doing top 10 or 10. I mean, excuse me. You, you have eight more to go Two of ten. I have Yager and who else in Gretzky. You said Gretzky, but I'm going to guess Gretzky. He was on my list. Oh, good. Yeah, you I got I also thought you said Gretzky wasn't in the top 10. He wasn't in the top 10 of games played. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I said. Only four of the guys who are on this list were in the top 10 of games played. Oh, okay. Where was uh, Gretzky on this? Uh, what, for points? Yeah. He's number one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That makes 1, sense. 1,020. He was really good in the 90s. He was pretty good, yeah. He, he knew how to play hockey pretty well. I bet he was number one in the 80s. Um, I would also agree, yeah. <laughs> okay, so is Messier on here? As a matter of fact, he is not. No. That's bullshit. Um, I don't like that. Uh, is Brett Hall on here? Brett Hall is on here, yes. He is number five on this list with 896 points. This is, a, this is tough because you're dealing with such a balance that there's guys that I'm like, I think of as a 90s guy. And it's like, well, if they only got good in the second half of the 90s. Like, I thought Joe Sackick. Joe Sackick is definitely not on this list. But uh, he did play for a while in the 90s. He did. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. What about Luke Robitaille? No, he's not. Sad. Sad, really. Big sad, Taylor. Big sad. Luke Robitaille. Justice for Luke Robitaille. No, he is not. He's not on here at all. What about? He is on, uh, let's see. Yeah, he's number two in goals, though, in the 90s. He is number two. For him. Okay, two guys, two savers that could be on here. Okay. Mogilny? Nope. Andertruck? Nope. Hmm. There is one former saber on this list. Hmm. Howard Chuck? Nope. Steve Hines? <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. No, sir. Former saber, huh? Mm-hmm. He's significant. He oh, Pierre Turgeon. Pierre Turgeon. That would be it. Yes, that's correct. He's number six on the list. Okay. What about Doug Waite? 
Doug Waite is not on the list. That's sad. So. Doug Waite should be on the list. It's, it's tough. All right, who was good in the 90s? So New Jersey was good, but big butt here. Mm-mm. They didn't score. Correct. Uh, you are correct that there are no New Jersey players on this list. Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Okay. Is Brendan Shanahan on the list? No, he's not. Uh, Sergey Fedorov on the list. Sergey Fedorov is not on the list either. Is Steve Eiserman on the list? Steve Eiserman's number three on the list. Yes, 918. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So you are missing number two, number four, um, and then I believe eight, nine, and ten. Okay. You're halfway in. Okay, let's see here. Good 90s players. Well, Penguins. Well, oh, Ron Francis. Ron Francis, correct. There you go. He's number uh, eight. So two, four, nine, and ten. Mark Recchi? Mark Recchi is number nine. Yes, that's correct. 840 points. Eric Lindros? No, Eric Lindros is not on the list. All right, who else was a flyer? I'm trying to go through teams. LeClaire? No, LeClaire, there are no flyers on this list. Do you want me to give you team names? Well, let me let me guess a little bit more first. Is cool. Pavel Beret on the list? No, he is not. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Let's see. And let us know again if you're at home listening and and playing along with us. Go through uh, the amount of guesses and let us know how many guesses it takes before you get there. Maybe you can like write down a list of what you think the top 10 would be and then go through and then eventually as Taylor guesses them correctly, see if they're on your list. Fun ways to play along at home. Yeah, that's right. All right. So you're almost there. I'm trying to think of the teams that won. So, like, the Rangers won. I already guessed Messier. There's no Rangers on the list. Okay. I'll do that. How about if you say a team, I'll tell you if they're on the list. Okay. And to be honest, the three teams – here, this is, I guess, like a minor hint. The three teams that are represented on here aren't teams that you traditionally think of as, like, winners in the 90s. Oh. Like – Okay, let's see, like the Islanders. Not, the Islanders? Maybe. The Islanders already were represented with Turgeon, but there's no oh, others. That's true. Okay, like the Ottawa Senators? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. What about Owen Nolan? No, Owen Nolan, no. <laughs> hey, here's this one. Here's two East teams and one West you have remaining. Two East and one West. Or excuse me, excuse me, one East and two West. Or no, actually, no, I apologize. I'm incorrect. I'm looking at, yeah, no, two Eastern and then one Western. That would be it. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I was right the first time. One Western team. So St. Louis is a team in the West, aren't they? Yep, but you already said Brett Hall from them. Damn it, I did. I mean, St. Louis has had a lot of guys pass through, but yeah, fair enough on that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Calgary was really relevant in the 90s. I can't think of anything that happened to them. And they might have a guy, according to Brennan's face here. No? I know nothing of what you're talking about. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Who played for Calgary? Like, I feel like their entire franchise got simmed from like Lanny McDonald to Aginla. There's somebody who you're missing. Yeah, clearly. On Calgary? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to be mad about this. Um, they only played for Calgary? No, they played for other teams, but Calgary was their main team. That they, I believe that they uh, accumulated the most of their points. Didn't Brett Hall play for Calgary? Is it, is it Brett Hall a second time? No, I don't think he ever played for them either. <laughs> Are you sure he didn't get drafted by Calgary? I don't think he did. Did he? Mm-hmm. Why don't you? Anyways, it's not. Well, you already guessed him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna check your. Oh, I just thought he might have been there a second time because he had so many goals. Oh, okay. Well, no, you're wrong, unfortunately. But while you're looking, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'll be damned. He played five games for. Uh, no, he played a total of fifty-seven games for Calgary. Yeah, and they traded him. Look at that. That was in the uh, late eighties. Hmm. So. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to skip the Calgary one because I'm pretty okay. sure you're lying to me. I'm not lying to you. You're missing, a, you're missing a guy who I actually believe I uttered his name once already in this episode. You uttered his name? I did. How would you have uttered his name? I said his name. Not during this segment, but in a prior one. Hmm. That doesn't help. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I talked about him with a different team, though. Uh, I don't know. Do, is Joe Newendike on this? No, he's not. Hmm. You know what this makes me think? Since you said the West team is Calgary, Timu is not on the list then. He is not on the list, no. Well, and Paul Korea is not on the list. Nope. Korea wow. came along around like the middle of the decade. Is Yari Curry on the list? No, it doesn't nope. make sense because he'd be Edmonton. No. Wow. To be honest, another person on this list is somebody's name who you've already said. Well, I've already said. Well, let me look at my last quiz. Uh, someone I've already said. You're missing one guy that he played. He accumulated the most of his points with an Eastern Conference team, but he also played for a Western Conference team too. Okay. There's, I should just be thinking of guys, huh? You should def- definitely just think of guys. Think of good 90s players. Just throw names out. Diggy Palfy. No, no. he's no on the Islanders. I wish. Oh, man. Remember him, folks? Diggy Palfy, of course. How could you not? We're bringing him back. We're bringing back the Palf. The ghost of Ziggy Palfy. Oh, pal- palfable uh, contempt? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one, honestly. Let me know if you want. Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have one big guess. Okay. I don't know what it is yet, though. Do you want any more clues? Hmm. Sure. Okay. So one of these guys shares a name, a unique first name, with a prominent former baseball executive. Oh, Theo Fleury. That would be correct. Theo Fleury, number 10. He is your Calgary player with 820 points. Wow, when did you say Theo Fleury? I went with Florida when I was talking about the Florida guys. Oh, wow. had over 100 points, and I was like, Burray, Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury. Theo Fleury. So now, Taylor, all you have remaining are two and four on this list. Well, okay, here's the thing, though. First of all, I should have number two by now. You should have number two. It's a guy that I feel like is a 
it would, I feel like to most people maybe be surprising, but it's somebody that we have talked about the fact that he has this standing and it's kind of like, he's just like a guy that you wouldn't have think would be up here. Also is Theo Fleury's nineties Calgary run, like the Eichel 2010s. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Much. Yeah. I should have known that, but, uh, Oh, well, um, that's how I'm going to refer to Theo Fleury from now on. 90s Eichel? Yeah. Oh, man. That, see, it doesn't fit, though, because... Eichel's better. Well, I was going to say, Calgary's <laughs> a cold, declining city. I mean, mm. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah. What do you got, Taylor? All right, let's get some guesses out there. Give me some guys. Let's name some guys. Let's do it. Okay. So, let's see. I already have the Dallas guy. Well, I had Brett Hall, who's a Dallas guy, but we kind of miss the St. Louis guy. Yeah, you got two Eastern Conference teams. Remaining. Oh, Eastern Conference now. Okay, good. So, Philadelphia, I named their guys. I think I named all Pittsburgh's guys. Correct. So, I did. I named all the Pennsylvania guys? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I New Jersey doesn't have guys. The New York nope. teams don't have guys. Nope. The Sabres don't have – well, we named the Sabres guy. Mm, yep. See, Ottawa doesn't have a guy. Nope. Ooh, Montreal. Nope. Oh, okay. Let's see. Detroit, well, Detroit's not an Eastern team at that point. So that's already got them. Columbus didn't exist yet. Florida didn't exist long enough for this to be a thing. Carolina, same. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, no one from Hartford. I mean, we already had Ron. Nope, not Hartford. Yeah, we already had Ron Francis. <sighs> okay, so doesn't leave many teams here. So one guy played. Washington. He played for them at one point, but this is not who he had accumulated the majority of his points with. But he does have ties to Washington, though. Ties to Washington. Oh, Adam Oates. Adam Oates is number two, 927, with Boston predominantly. And he also then the West team that I was alluding to, I believe it was, wasn't it 99 that he went to, or no, maybe it was 2000 that he went to Anaheim. Um, But then shortly after that, he went to Washington and then he eventually became the coach of the Capitals down the line even further. To to much success. Yeah, great stuff for sure. Uh, So you're missing one, Taylor. Um, Do you want me to tell you who it is? Is it Matt Sundin? No. Okay, let's see. Uh, let me think here. Because I uh, Doug Gilmore? Mm-mm. Well, this would... is the team that it, 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 was, it started off as an East team, but it became a West team. And it was a guy that you said there's no way that he could be on the list. Oh, Joe Sackick? Joe Sackick, number four. Yes, 917. That's no why I don't know. I, I chuckled when you when you said there's no way Joe Sackick. I was like, yeah, we're going to come back to him at the end. No, that's awesome. Yeah, Joe Sackick was indeed on the list. He was number four. Oh, my God. I'm looking at his career stats now. I, well, you know what? I feel dumb about this, but I was thinking he retired in, like, 2010, but he retired in, 2000, oh, in 2009, so that's – but, yeah, he, he debuted in 88. Yep. I got to say, I had that way off in my head. Crazy, right? He was playing at such a high level in the mid-2000s, like post-lockout. He was great still. 
He had 54 goals in 2001 when he was 31. That's great. That's wild. That time, he had 54 goals, 64 assists, 118 points. What did he put up in 0506, right? He was – he. 32 goals, 55 assists. Yeah, 80 points. I mean, that's – wow. Well, well, listen to this. In 2007, he had 36 goals, 64 assists, 100 points. That's insane. 37. And he had, actually, his second last year, he had 40 points in 44 games. Wow. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, he had 12 and 15 in his last year. Didn't he stick his hand in the snowblower? You're not supposed to do that when it's on. And he broke a bunch of his fingers. And then oh. he was like, oh, that's that. My fingers are all frigged up. Well, he played a very long career. I mean, he could have been like a top five scorer of all time if he kept going. He didn't mm-hmm. mangle himself. Yeah, he was 40. He was an almost a point a game guy. Insane, right? And All right, rip through these top five defensemen. Okay, I wrote a couple down. Go. Leach? Yes, number two. Paul Coffey? Number four. Ray Bork? <clears throat> number one. Sergei Zubov? No. What? <clears throat> no, sir. Sergei Zubov is not even in the top ten. Are you serious? Did what he have points in the 2000s? He probably it, that had to have been it, yeah. I would have guessed that he was much more prominent 90s guy. You got, you got two very prominent guys, prominent defensemen, all-timers. Chris Pronger? Nope. Mm, he probably didn't play enough time in the 90s. Uh, Al McInnes? Al McGinnis, yes. Al McInnes is number three, 649. Scott Stevens? No, sir. Scott Niedermeyer? No, sir. Chris Trelios? No, sir. He's number seven. We're looking for number five. Nick Lidstrom? No, sir. Vladimir Konstantinov. No, sir. No, no, no. Um, wow. You know this guy very well. Have I met him? Oh, Phil Housley. In your, in your worst nightmares you have. Yes, Phil Housley. <laughs> well done, Taylor. You did it. Thanks. Quizzes. Hell we yeah. a lot of names there, but you know what? You got through it all. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I was really blanking on um, – a lot of NHL teams' 90s run. Like, mm-hmm. I kept putting, trying to put myself in the mid-90s. I figure, you know, the guy's on there, he's probably around in the mid-90s. Right. But, uh, yeah, tough one. Tough. Indeed. All right. What do you got for the last one, then? All right. This is, I think, a little bit easier, but it's completely random. It's really apropos of nothing. But it's oh, good. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. I was thinking about one of these series today. You know, like, oh, yeah, that happened kind of way. Mm-hmm. We've had 20 of them this century. Correct. Um, anyway, the, you know, the main thing I was thinking about, well, aside from thinking of like the series, like, oh, like that, I can't, I barely remember that series happening is in 1999, we beat the Toronto Maple Leafs mm. in Eastern Conference Finals in five games. You might remember that. I, I was quite young, but I know that that, exi- that happened, yes. Many people have, uh, have talked about that as, one of the one of the best series of all time. <laughs> one of the, one of the biggest beatdowns. Taylor, no. what is the quiz? <laughs> okay, what are the twenty Eastern Conference Finals since that? Really? Oh my lord. Okay. Um, well, I can get two of them right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> Sabers, Carolina, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, that was a seven game win for Carolina. 2006-2007, the Sabres and the Ottawa Senators. Correct. That was a five-game win for uh, uh, Ottawa. 
Yeah, we have. Uh, let me see here. The New York Islanders and Tampa Bay Lightning. We had six games. We just did that one. Yep. Uh, you have the Lightning and the Rangers, I believe. Remember what year? Oh, God. What is that? 2012? 2013? 2014? 2015? 2015? Yeah. Okay. Um, Caps Penguins. Uh, no. That has never been a conference fun- Oh, yeah. Well, with the right, right. Interesting. It's been the second round series three times, four times. So then what about the Capitals and. Hmm. Who would that be that year? It, the Capitals and wouldn't be the Capitals and the Islanders again, would it? No, that would have been no, no. The um, well, the Bruins would be up there too. Hmm. Well, the all right. So how about like if we go back a little bit? Um. Is Tampa Bay, Carolina one of these potentially? I know they both have – well, they would – actually, no, that no. wouldn't make sense. Well, they both are on there again, though. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, 2019, you don't have 2019 yet. Yeah, that would be – that's Washington and somebody. Um, no, it's not. What? No, it's oh, not. It was, that would be 2018 with Washington. Yeah, Washington won the Cup in 2018. Yeah, all right. So then um, – Boy, uh, all right. Well, twenty nineteen would be Bruins and right uh, Bruins Flyers. Is that one of these? Uh, is that like twenty eleven. No, they never. They didn't ever go to against each other. No. Wow. I'm thinking of they had two second round series against each other. I, I can. I know at least one of the teams in in most of these. Um, it's easier to go by year. So, all right, for 2019. 2019. Then we have the Bruins as the one as one of the teams, and oh man, not Columbus. Columbus wouldn't have got that. Would have been the quarterfinals, second round. Yeah. Um, if it helps, this was a sweep. It's not the Maple Leafs. They wouldn't have made it that far. Uh, Um. Brandon, no, won a playoff series since? No, I just wanted to remind everybody. Since yeah. what? Like, when was the last time they won a series? The, like oh, what? Oh, yeah, Sundin, right? Yeah, they beat the they beat the Flyers in the in the playoffs in 04 in the first round. Or no, they they would have lost. Oh, you know what? I have one. Ottawa and Pittsburgh. Yes. What year? Uh twenty seventeen. That's right. Yeah. Shockingly close series. Seven uh, games. Yeah, there's seven games. I remember that. Yep. Uh, all right. 2019, though, Boston and um, in Carolina. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Four games sweep. Now, 2018. Do you have 2018? Oh, boy. 2018. Um, that's the Capitals year, right? Yep. They would have played Tampa, maybe? That's correct. 
Yeah, they, okay. They seven games. Now, the next one you don't have is 2016. 2016. Um, is that like – is that Pittsburgh-Philly? Uh, no. No. Pittsburgh, though. Yes. Pittsburgh and the Bruins? No. The Bruins yeah. were not in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Who would Pittsburgh have? No, not them. Not them. Um... Montreal? No. Montreal's in one of these, too, I'm pretty sure. They show up, right? Montreal will be here eventually. Yeah. Damn, who the hell would Pittsburgh have played then? Um, (coughs) You got any any hints or anything? It was a seven-game series, and that means something because there are certain teams that love losing seven-game series. Who loves losing seven game series? Um, not the Rangers. Uh, who the heck? I got to be blanking on somebody obvious then if it's that kind of a or clue. They did love losing seven game series. Is it Washington? No. No, we already said that. It wouldn't have been that. Um, Who loves losing seven game series in in the East to Pittsburgh? Um, hmm. Taylor, this is your this is killing me right now. <coughs> what about no, not the Islanders. Um the Rangers? No. Damn. Really too late for the Rangers here. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, God, this is tough, man. <laughs> um, who the hell? I'm just trying to go through. I, I've guessed probably like half the Eastern teams. Yeah, you have, and this is a really good team. Who the heck am I not thinking of that's like a really good team? <laughs> just had a lot of trouble closing out series. Until just recently. It's not Tampa again, is it? Tampa, yeah. Really? Again? Remember? Yeah, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> Remember Stamkos came back for game seven after his blood clot? Oh, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Huh. All right, 2014. 2014. We already have 2015. Yeah, um... Who is the team that would have went to the cup? Um, About the cup. We watched the cup at your parents' house. We did. Okay. Um, Twenty fourteen. That's right. Oh God.
2014. Who the heck would even be? Is it Boston this year? No. No? Okay. Uh, is it? Oh, is this Philly? No. They're not there either? Montreal? Are they in the game? They're in the series. Yeah. Okay. They, and they lost. They did. Um, to the Rangers, actually. That's right, in six games. Yeah, the Rangers, okay, yep. And we watched Stanley Cup Game 5 at your house. You're darn right we did. And the Sabres won. Um, 2013. 2013, all this right. This was a sweep. What's that? This was a sweep. It was a sweep. Was it featuring – is Boston 2012, actually? Who? Boston, are they 2012? Are they in the game? Are they in 2013? Yes. Okay, they okay. Um, them in Pittsburgh. That's right. They scored cool. Pittsburgh. Cool, cool, cool. All right, twenty twelve. Is this Pittsburgh also? No. No. Okay, Montreal. No. Huh. New Jersey. Yes. Boom. Okay, Jersey and Boston. No. No. Hmm. Not the is it the Rangers in Jersey? It is. Okay, yeah. I Ooh, forgot uh, that. that was Adam this. Henrique. Adam Henrique, of course. Sent them to the cup. Current okay. Anaheim Duck. True. Twenty eleven. All right, twenty eleven. Um ba, 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 ba. This is Philly. It is not. It's not? When the hell am I thinking that? Is Philadelphia 2010? Yes. Okay, so I was getting there. All right. Um, 2011? 2011. Mm, What a year. What a year. How about... I graduated high school. Congratulations. Is Washington this year? Are they, is this a finals appearance? Conference finals? No. Huh. Washington? Yeah, didn't they win like the their whole thing? What? It was their whole thing. They didn't make a conference final under Ovi until twenty. Oh yeah, dude, that's right. Well, didn't they win the president's trophy that year though? Uh twenty eleven? Yeah, or were they maybe they were first in the conference? They were probably first in the conference. Okay. Um Boston. Boston. And I remember that they won the Stanley Cup that year. What's that? They won the Stanley Cup that year. Yeah. Um, Boston and Tampa. That's right. There we go. Another seven game Eastern Conference final. Oh, yeah. All right. So then, next one we know is Philly is one of them. And um, how about. How about the Rangers? No. No. Rangers. It wouldn't have been Pittsburgh, I don't believe, right? No. Because no. that couldn't have happened. Um, Montreal? That's correct. Cool. There it we is. Are here. We're moving here. We're moving along now. 2009. Ooh, Pittsburgh. Yes, and they swept a team. Yeah. Um... Who would Pittsburgh have swept? Jersey? 
No. No. 2009. Who the heck would have been good back then along with Pittsburgh? Well, who would have made it to um, Carolina? That's correct. Boom. 2008. Pittsburgh. Yes. And... New York? No. No, no. Um, how about Jersey? No. No? Huh. Boston? No. Good. We're going to just do this now. Um, 2008? Oh, yeah. The lost Sabres season. Uh, Montreal. No, but you were on the right track before. Wait, what? You were on the right track. Ottawa? No. I said Boston. Right. I said Montreal. Yes. I said Jersey. Uh-huh. The Rangers? No. I, I, yeah, I said them too. You said something else. Is it Philly? It is. Oh, okay. There we go. Yep. Penguins one and five. Okay. So you already have uh, 07 and 06. Cool. So we're on to 04 since there was no 05 season. God, 04 is going to – that's – now we're kind of getting into no man. Well, no, Tampa would have been there, right, because they that was their cup year. Yep. Another seven-game Eastern Conference Finals for Tampa. And how about um... – Hmm. Oh, Toronto, right? No. Or no. Wait, didn't you say – when was Toronto's last conference finals appearance? Well, I can't say that. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. The last time that they made it past the first round was in 2004. Yeah, can you, can you believe that? How embarrassing. Wow, couldn't be us. Um, Boston. No. Philly? That's correct. Cool. Okay. 2003. 2003. Would this be Carolina? No. Hmm. 2003. All right. Remember, work back from the uh, from the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think. Of... Stanley Cup. Oh, Jersey would have been there, right? Yep. Okay, Jersey and uh, Ottawa. Yes. Boom. 2002. All right, we're almost there, almost there, almost there, almost there. Um, 2002. Let's go with uh, Carolina. That's correct. And Carolina and um, how about Philly? No. Montreal? Nope. No, that wouldn't have made sense. They would have been lower seated. Um, Boston? Nope. The Islanders? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, no, they would have made – wasn't that uh, one of DiPietro's good years? 
where they actually made the playoffs, right? O two? I don't yeah, think. Yeah, so. I think they made the playoffs in O two. I could look it up, but I'm not. Look that up and see if the Islanders made the playoffs in 2 because I think they that might have been like a random good year for them. Um, oh, man. Is that Toronto? Is it Jersey and Toronto? Okay. No, it's Canes in Toronto. You already had the Canes. Or, excuse me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Canes in Toronto. Sorry. Yeah, awful conference final. Yeah, that's just an ugly combination. Yeah, seriously. Um, we have confirmation on this Islanders uh, question? I'm looking right now. Mm. Um, let's see. Well, important to remember, they didn't make a conference final before this year since 1993. Wow. But they – well, they were in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs. This I got to say, I don't remember this shit at all. They were in the playoffs three years in a row before the lockout. You know who I think was on their team that year? Who? Ziggy Palfi. They had 96 points. That's not bad. Let's see. I don't uh, know if Paul Fee. Paul Fee was definitely there at some point, though, with the Islanders. <laughs> well, he was definitely on the Islanders at some point. He was No, I think in like the 2000s. I think that he was no, there. He wasn't on this team. He wasn't? Yashin was their leading scorer. Their second Yashin, leading, of course, yes. Second leading scorer, Mark Parrish. Mar- yeah, former Buffalo Sabre. <laughs> And their third leading scorer was another former Buffalo Sabre you might have heard of named Michael Pekka. Never heard of him. Just kidding. We love you, Michael Pekka. Oh, yeah, no. Paul Fee, you know what? He went to the Kings, actually, in the uh, early 2000s. I thought that he was with the Islanders into, uh, you know, later than the 98-99 season. Also, this team, very weird team. But anyway, uh, no DiPietro. No DiPietro? Huh. Who was it, Garth Snow? Chris Osgood was their starting goal. Oh, Osgood. Okay, yeah. Garson was the bad guy. His tenure with the Islanders, that's right. Man. Um, All right, what are we at? 01? Yeah. All right, New Jersey? Yes. Isn't this New Jersey and Pittsburgh? Because Pittsburgh barely beats the Sabres in their series? Barely. Barely. Terrible. Unbelievable. Devils rolled. Sabres would put up a better fight. I agree. All right, cool. So then we have what, one left? We do. So 2000, would that also be the Devils? It would. They would be there. And um, how about uh, the hmm, – what about the Washington Capitals? No, the Capitals hadn't made it, I think, from 98 to 2018 when they made it a couple years ago. Um, Philly? Maybe? That's correct. Yeah, okay, cool. Didn't They probably were close to the top of the division in 2000, weren't they? Philly? Yeah, that were, or the top of the conference. Weren't they up there? I assume so, yeah. They were really good at that time. Yeah. In the, in the first round that year, they beat the Sabres in five games. Oh, well, hey, there we go. Look at that. We made it through. That's, a, I, that's not a bad showing. No. You want to hear something interesting? No. I'd love to. You, you got me on these uh, early 2000s Islanders, I don't remember. So they made the playoffs in 03 04 as yeah. well. That was DiPietro's first year as a starting goalie. Uh, he played 50 games. But their leading scorer, because Yashin, this is after Yashin trade. This is when uh, you'd say Milbury was in his bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Um, 
their leading scorers were Trent Hunter. Yikes. 51 points. Oleg Kavasha. Oleg Kavasha, TBT. And Marius <laughs> Zerkowski? I don't know. Anyway, Jason Blake okay. was four, Pekka six, uh, Paris seven, and then Yashin was eighth. So maybe, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Wait, he traded for Yashin, right? Milbury? Yeah. Yeah, because wasn't he the one who also gave him the contract? Yes. Yeah, I had that mixed up. So Yashin is here and also not very good. He only had 34 points. He traded the pick again. The pick but that became Spezza for Yashin? Mm. Right? It's, Sounds I'm, right. It's like the worst. It's a really terrible trade. And I'm trying to think of what the the other component of it was. It wasn't a one for one. But anyway, uh, good on them for making the playoffs three years in a row. This they did it. 91, they made it with 96, 83, and 91 points. I don't know how they made them. <laughs> I have no what? idea. 83-point <laughs> playoff team. Wow. Yikes. What a world. What a world we live in. A crazy would, time indeed. Let's see this Alexi Yashin trade. Uh, as you might recall, because the Sabres played them in the playoffs in 2007. Yep. Uh, they kind of sucked for a playoff team, and Yashin was reviled. People did not like Alexi Yashin at that mm-hmm. point uh, on his own team. All right, let's see. Let's see what the hockey writer says. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. It, oh, yeah, I'm forgetting a big part here. It was Chara in the pick that became special. Oh, right, right, right. Of course, yes. That's – I mean, you don't love it. No, no. Definitely don't. Wow. Wow, well, this has been fun. Yeah. I feel like we learned something here today. I hope you all did too, listening at home. Yeah, or in your car. Or car, wherever you are. Maybe your office if you're working. I hope you're safe. I hope everybody's doing well, by the way, too. Uh, I know we were talking. We were putting – what's that, Taylor? I hope everyone's doing poorly. Poorly, yeah. Actually, yeah. We don't want to hear about it. No, we do, though. We we didn't really have a chance to check in too much over the summer, and obviously – we were able to put out a couple of episodes one like right around the time when things got a little bit crazy with COVID. Um, actually when they got a lot of crazy is when we put out a couple episodes and you know, we hope everybody's uh, doing all right listening at home and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, again, we have a, a bit of a ways to go uh, until the season gets underway. So we're going to get creative with some of our episodes that we have coming up. I'm going to get some guests in, in the mix uh, maybe we'll play some trivia with some guests again. Um, but yeah, no, this is this has been a, a fun time. Taylor, do you have anything that you'd like to to say to uh, anybody listening right now? Yeah, uh, on on the Islanders team I just mentioned in that season, Wade Dublowitz played a couple games in goal. Wade Dublowitz, what a name! As they call them, Doobie. Yep, I remember remember him fondly. <laughs> Wayne Dublowitz, great guy. The best of guys, the best. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thank you all so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out both of our presenters of this podcast, both the Hockey Podcast Network, where you could find them at uh, at HockeyPodNet, and then you could find their website at the Hockey Podcast Network. You can also find our podcast and all of our other 
fellow podcasts within the Hockey Podcast Network. Not only the 31 other teams represented, but also, as we mentioned last week, there's a ton of other great content out there that we are putting out right now through the Hockey Podcast Network. So be sure to check us out, whatever your streaming platform of choice is, to check out some of the other teams and see what they're talking about these days. And then along with the Hockey Podcast Network, this show is also presented by Buffalo Fanatics. Buffalo Fanatics is a leader in Buffalo sports coverage, mainly the Bills, but uh, as we have mentioned, and obviously through our own show, they are starting to expand their reach into some of the other sports markets uh, out there uh, between hockey. I know that there's some stuff with the Bandits potentially in the works and the Bisons and everything. So yeah, Buffalo Fanatics is the way to do it, especially as the Bills right now are... Uh, at the time you're listening to this, they will still be getting ready to play against the 49ers. That is assuming you're listening to this on Monday. Um, but they are where it's at for when it comes to Bill's coverage, and especially as we're now moving down the home stretch of the season, inching closer and closer potentially towards our first division title in 25 years. Be sure to check out Buffalo Fanatics. They are where it's at, as I had said before. Taylor, Anything else to add before we get into our random Sabres player of the episode and say goodbye to everybody? A quick prediction for Monday night. What do you got? Eight years ago, visited you and others at Fredonia, and it was during my... Eight years ago? Ew. Oh, my God. Two entire presidential administrations ago, uh, I went to Fredonia. You know, it was a Saturday night. We went out, had some fun. Woke up Sunday... Uh, the Bills were playing at four, so we definitely got up before the game. And they played in San Francisco against the eventual NFC champion 49ers and lost 45-3. to And that Alex Smith led 49ers before Ka- Kaepernick took over. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Smith was nice back then. 600 yards on the Bills is the record, their franchise record, even though they previously employed Joe Montana and Steve Young. It's the most embarrassing Bills game of my life, I think. It's right wow. up there with the 56-10 Patriots loss, a couple other ones. Anyway, we're going to do that to them. <laughs> there we go. That's the energy we need. They're going to be confused and mad and hungover. And so 9-3 and three after tomorrow? 9-3. and three. You're darn right. Let's go. I'm with you. I'm seeing Bills all the way this week. Yep. Ebo Samuel, no chance. Well, we got to keep pace with the Browns, so – True, true. That, can you imagine? That actually might be the first-round playoff matchup. That would be incredible. Incredible. I'm excited. Yes, very much so. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Straight Up Sabres. And as always now, we are going to share with you our random Sabres player of the episode, which we're going to share in three, two, one. Rick and Luke Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre.